Hello and welcome to another episode of the Order Trader Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi. And I'm George Mini. And we're joined today by nobody after the amazing show that we had last <laughs> week. <laughs> and, oh. you know, I, I kind of miss the team. Um, last week was a really interesting show. So if you haven't seen that one, I, I definitely advise you guys to check it out. Um, we had Public Park Racing who, you know, gave us some really crazy insights into oh, the I mean, I, I didn't know that uh, Paolo, yeah. uh, his surname wasn't actually Clark. Yeah. Um, it was, it's, it's actually Paolo Cavalieri. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Which, uh, which, was, which was interesting. I just assumed That's Clark, that his yeah. surname was Clark. And I think a lot of people assume that as well. I think it's kind of like his, uh, you know, his superhero name. He did mention that he, I think he chose that name because. No, no. He, he, I think the brand is historic before him, Pablo Clark. Clock racing. Oh, okay. Is this? Yes, it's a story before him. Yeah. If you, yeah, like Wendy says, it was a very interesting show. So uh, you know, click down here, up here, all over the show. All over the show. (laughs) It's probably in the in the comment section. uh, The team will put it. But uh, go and go and check out last week's show. Yeah, I mean, there's no Formula One to talk about. And we had a cool car in the the studio. Super cool car. Yeah, we had a cool car in the studio. At the time of airing this episode, would have been Festival Motion already, and you would have. Okay, well, technically that's not the car that's the simulator. No. Um, but you would have set a time and hopefully you would have kept that time. Yes. So I'm attempting to. I am not saying that I am going to be able to, yes. but I'm going to attempt to set the best lap time that I can in the simulator yeah. at FOM. Yeah. And then if you are able to beat my time, yes. you automatically get into the draw. Correct. Um, for a Ferrari ride lap, yeah. in a, I think it's Ferrari hot Ferrari lap. hot lap. But what, what yeah. Ferrari is it? Um, so there's going to be a few. So there's going to be a few Ferraris there. So yeah. I think it's either the 360 or um the 250. But I think yeah, it's, you, I think you it's get to go in a real Ferrari on a hot mm-hmm. lap around Carlami, um, uh, courtesy of Public Clock Racing, and yeah. um, that's going to be very exciting. But you need to beat my lap time on the simulator mm-hmm. in order to enter the competition or should I say into the draw and you know there's no there's no monetary um, uh, contribution towards it you just yep. have to beat my lap time um, and you know it might be easy to beat my lap time I might stuff up you know yeah. like it might have be. you ever driven on a sim before yes, yes. Be, okay. no flipping hell since since the, the the last couple of sims that I have been in I've been in yeah. probably three or four of them yeah I don't know if you remember, we had that Ferrari, really Ferrari-looking uh, simulator at the one FOM a couple of years ago before COVID. I think I joined just a year after, but I've okay. seen it. And yes. the one that's going to be at FOM is like it's it's. I mean, I've, I actually I was in it two days ago, I think, and it's completely branded with like full on the the current Ferrari livery. Oh wow! Um, it's, called, uh, it's Charles's um, livery. Okay, it looks stunning. It looks stunning. Nice. So yeah. So I've been in a few Sims. Um, was one was that was one I was in one in Cape Town about two months ago, if I recall. Yeah. Um, which was really realistic, okay. very realistic. And uh, since being in a couple of them, I've been you know googling a little bit like. W- how do you own one of these? Mm, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, is it ownable? Uh, you know, can My you? My friend you know, has one because uh-huh. he does competitive racing a little bit on, I think he does F1 2022 as well as uh, Gran Turismo. And his sim is out of this world. And uh, do, they, do they live racing against each other? They live, do live racing against oh, each other. That must be so cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. What are they like organized race meets and? Well, I think it's, it's, it's esports, right? So it's organized by either a sponsor or. And you can enter yeah, you and can enter yourself, and the quickest times qualify to actually do a full race. Oh wow! Mm. But it's not a full race; it's a 
about half a race, so it's about 36 laps or whatever, but it, it's still really intensive. Um, wow. If you think about how long that is, it's almost a, like almost a, like an hour. So. Oh, I'd love to do it. I'd love yeah. to do it. I want to, you know, see if I can try it. Maybe I can rent one. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there who, who do. And there's great second-hand ones out there. Yeah. You know, the things are robust. She was. Anyways, moving on. So today's episode, we're talking about some car laws. Uh, before we get there, when's the next Formula One? Next Formula One. It's this Sunday, I think. It's this Sunday, so yeah. it would have been this past weekend when this show is. Um, and we're going to Spa. Spa, Belgian yeah. Grand Prix. Belgian so, Grand Prix, uh, I love it. Um, you know, it looks like, uh, looks like a track with uh, even amount of corners and straights. Yeah, very, very quick straights. Um, famous for Eau Rouge, which is, you know, the flat out sort of... I won't call it a hairpin. No, it's after the hairpin, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. After the hairpin and then... Uh, and then uh, yeah, you're going full tilt there, almost 300k, so, you know... So it's a big incredible. DRS zone there. Well, it's, I'm actually sure if the DRS zone is just before, it would have been just before or just after, actually, no, on the straights, yeah. Okay. But awesome track. Well, 40, um, 44 lap great. race, which means that it is quite a long circuit, seven it's kilometers. Yeah, it is very uh, long. Seven, seven kilometers. So Sunday, the 20th of August... Yeah. Um, by the time you're listening to this show, that race would have been done and dusted. What yeah. do you think is going to happen? <sighs> it's the reset. So people's minds are going to be in a different place. Um, I think. I think the cars are also going to be in a, in a different place for a lot of the teams. But honestly, I can't see anything shaking Max right now. Um, hopefully, Ferrari's got their, you know, game they, on. Yeah, their game on. Uh, their strategy game on. They need to stop. Uh, Giving away points, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. I don't know. Like See, I said, started so competitively and then. I, I, like I said before, I think, um, I think Ferrari is writing up their strategy in Italian and using Google <laughs> yeah. Translate to deliver it to. One of these days, they're going to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Ferrari supporter. We'll just Ferrari, uh, you know, Matteo's going to come here himself and be like, what did you say? <laughs> and I'm going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're talking to me in Italian? Yeah. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> the strategy is not working. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, so car laws. Car laws and, you know, I think globally car laws are very different. Um, you'd think that it's kind of going to be a universal law. But depending on the city and the country and... Um, car guess, laws or road laws? Road laws, not car laws. Well, car laws and road laws. But today we're speaking about traffic law specifically. Um, and, you know, depending on where you are, they they can be quite strange and bizarre. But something that I noticed in the last week is in South Africa, there's been lots of talks about um, new traffic laws coming in. I don't know if you've heard any rumblings around on the news. Well, uh, speed limit changes. Yeah, um, that's a big one. Yeah. Um, and is there any laws that you think should be changed or amended off the top of your head? I mean... I don't know. I, I'm no expert and engineer in um, you know road traffic, but um, but what's wrong with our current speed limits? Speed limits. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I think our speed limits are too low. Too low. Too low. Um, but I don't think. Okay, I think I think 120 k is an hour for a car is too low of a speed so, limit. So first of all, why are we why why are they talking about changing the speed limits? Well, that's the thing. I think, well, okay, I think yeah, that's a good question. And I think in South Africa specifically, the reason why they want to change the speed limits is because there's lots of accidents. And let's be clear. They want to change the speed limits down, right? Down, yes. So uh, they want to reduce the speed limit from 60 to 50 k's an hour and from 120 to 110. Correct. So where this started is, I think it was in the Western Cape, essentially. I don't know if you saw, but there was a, there was an, uh, an accident in Bucky's. 
Um, that involved Bucky's rather where 35 farm workers were severely injured. Um, and it's not necessarily because of the vehicle, but more so how people 35 farm workers in one go? In one accident. Okay. So now I've got to ask myself, well, was this a taxi? <laughs> is taxi only take 16 people? How does 35 people get injured? So it's the... Sitting uh, on the back of the Bucky story. the back of the Bucky story, yeah. Well, is that a speed problem or is that a breaking the law, putting people on the back of a Bucky problem? It's two different problems that are happening at the same time. So one thing, two things can be true at the same time, right? Um, and I think the speed, one, resulted in so, you know, so, so. So were, were, were these people driving the Bucky speed? They were driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. So correct. there's no, there's no excuse for that. 100%. But once again, like you're saying, they were also overloaded. Um, and Besides overloaded, you, 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 it's illegal. You're to have people there, right? It's, it's illegal to put humans on the back of a Bucky, exactly. to my knowledge. Yeah. As far as I know as yes. well. So the, the, essentially the. The Western Cape government is asking for the government to essentially change the laws. And there's three things that they've kind of spotlighted. So strengthen the regulations, uh, specifically with regards to rural and agri-work transportation. What, as in you're not allowed to put people on the back of a bucky? Yes. So okay. if you're going to be doing... Yeah, that's a good. That, a I people, think that's a good one. I would support that 100%. 100%. Um, I agree as well. Is there a way you can convert maybe a bucky so it's... No, I mean, if you think about it, the only buckies that I've seen converted are the game viewing the game. vehicles. Mm. But um, the problem is uh, there are no restraints and no seatbelts. Mm. So I would imagine that would be the issue. Um, mm. It's not designed to carry people in the back there. Rather just organize the transport for… Well, I don't know what the what the agricultural uh, industry will do. But uh, but at the end of the day, you're putting your people at risk. You put them on the back of a bucky. 100%. Um, yeah. Second thing they're uh, proposing is basically an instruction of 80 kilometer speed limits for open truck transporting of passengers within provinces and within the province. Okay, so they're not outlawing putting people in the back of a truck or bucky. They're just going to reducing the speed limit for people in the back of a truck or bucky. How's that? That's that's uh, kind of backwards. Yeah, that's a bit ironic. Yeah. So once again, this is proposed by the Western Cape government. Um, But yeah, I think… Personally, I would outlaw carrying people yes. in the back. I think that's that's a reducing the it speed limit. Yeah. You can be going at forty. And but if there's somebody at the back there, they think about it this way: we are squishy human beings, right? Yeah. So, uh, so it doesn't take a lot. You bump your head at ten k's an hour and die. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it doesn't take a lot to uh, for for a human being to fall and 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 you know be dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we walk. What, what speed do we walk at? Eight eight k's an hour, five k's an hour. Okay, so we walk at five eight k's an hour, right? You can fall walking, and bump (laughs) your head and be dead. Yeah. Okay. We sprint. Like I mean, how fast do we run? Eleven, twelve k's. Yeah, you go with my maths again. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, carry. Go with me. We we, we sprint at eleven eleven k's an hour. I don't know. Well, you saying go like thirty five k's an hour. So let's let's use that as the fastest man. um, Who's that? You saying Bolt? At 35 k's an hour. 35. All right, yeah. but he can't sustain that for this very long. This is, uh, you know, I could be completely incorrect here, but, you know, don't quote me on that. Okay. <laughs> 35. 35 sounds fast. <laughs> I'm not sure you can run 35. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, well, let, uh, hold on a second. Uh, well, we're going to find this uh, out. Yeah. Speed of Hussein. George, George and his numbers. <laughs> Bolt. <laughs> no, I have to know. <laughs> I have to know. Uh, Hussein Bolt. Oh. 
What is Wandy, you're, you're wrong. Okay. Top speed, 44 kilometers an hour. Why would you smile and say that? <laughs> <laughs> because you're wrong in the wrong direction. Um, so Hussein's bolt, average ground speed is 37.58 kilometers per hour. Average. Jeez. Average ground speed. Whilst he's reaching a top speed of 44.72 kilometers an hour in the yeah. 60 to 80 meter stretch. This is probably obviously a 100 meter sprint. Yeah. He's probably dead tired after that. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. So, but, uh, you know, average, 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 average person is not, yeah. not doing 44 kilometers an hour or even 37 kilometers an hour. So, so, I mean, I don't know. Call it 20 k's an Let's hour. Let's call it 20, yeah. Yeah. 20 k's an hour, right? Yeah. It's sprinting. Yeah. Okay. If you go at that speed into a wall, you know, you're going you're to hurt yourself yeah. properly. Yeah. You know, you could even die if you hit your yeah. head in the wrong place. Yeah. Right. If you like aiming with your head, then control. <laughs> I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> so now you want to put live people on the back mm. of a bucky. Yeah. And limit it to 80. And 80? Yeah. Now you, you're going. You fly. Like three, <laughs> four times the speed of a sprinting human being. If that yeah. person flies off that bucky at the, at 80 k's an hour, the speed limit literally has to be walking speed in order to. Yeah. To yeah, re, to for, for me, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Any sense whatsoever. Come well, on. look. Come on, Western Cape government. It's, it's a start, and I think they're the only ones who are actually starting anything right now. That's um, not a start. That's dumb. Yeah. But it should be a national conversation with regards to what these laws are, because, you know, I think first step, definitely, we shouldn't have people in the back of buckies. It's just. Yes. That's like it should be outlawed. Like, you know, you know, we back yeah. when I was, you know, single digits old. Yeah. We didn't have seatbelts on the back of, in the back seats of cars. Now we've got proper seatbelts, restraints, all that stuff. Yeah. But we're still putting people in the back of a bucky. Yeah. It's, it's backwards. Uh, Last thing they asked me. Let me not, let me not rant, (laughs) bent on (laughs) about this 80Ks. Uh, the last thing that the, the government is proposing is basically a subsidy for rural and public transport to enable bus services and and agri workers to, to get from A to B. Um, which I think is the, the initial step that mm. should be taken. So this has kind of started a new Okay, so wave. that's that's what started this this, this, kind this of, challenge yeah. is exactly. uh, is is there were thirty five farm workers severely injured and hospitalized yeah. in a in an accident. But you've got to take into account driver was speeding, mm-hmm. driver had people in the back of the bucky. Yeah. Okay. So is it the speed is it the is it the speed limit that's the problem here? It doesn't sound sound like it. <sighs> well yeah. Um both things uh, led to the severity of the accident. Yeah. I mean, there are, there, there are places around the world mm. that have much higher speed limits than us. Exactly. Um, That's true. I think the German Autobahn where you can go essentially full tilt. Um, I'm not sure if there is a speed limit there. No, there's no speed limit. I think in the right hand. In some places, yeah. In the left hand or right hand lane. We could uh, Google that for a second. Why are there no accidents on the Autobahn? Okay, so let's go into that first one. I'm going to take a guess, okay? I think it's mentality first and foremost. I think in South Africa, the reason why our our accident numbers are so high is because of just poor road etiquette. Okay, so I mean, uh, before we – don't don't scroll too much. All right, so here's one answer. Um, uh, uh, civil engineer who had worked in American civil engineering. In Germany, the authorities note – if the authorities notice a significant number of accidents in a certain portion of the roadway, they call an engineer to fix the problem. Immediately. Immediately. They don't call. They redesign the curve. Yeah. They regrade the road and whatever it takes. uh, uh, In the U.S., if the authorities notice a significant number of accidents in a certain portion of the roadway, they start issuing a lot of traffic tickets. (laughs) So you can see the Germans 
yeah. versus the Americans yeah. versus us, which is probably like low down there, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and how they deal with the problem. Yeah. They send an engineer to fix the road surface. They send an engineer to fix the curb. They, don't, I'm wait sorry, for, the curb. they don't wait for an insurance company to come in. Just hit, hit back on that, uh, on that search. I saw something before you, uh, before you uh, went into this particular one. Um, now there, there was something else that I, that I, that I, that I searched earlier that uh, gave me a different answer, um, which was, yeah, yeah, let me read it to you. To accommodate higher traffic, mm-hmm. uh, uh, higher speed traffic, the Autobahn's road surface are const- surfaces are constructed with multiple layers of concrete. Mm-hmm. Autobahn roads are Autobahn roads are also specifically regular and regularly checked for irregularities in the road surface for any damage. If any are found during the inspections, the whole area of that part of the road uh, that is damaged is replaced. Yeah. Okay. So look at how the Germans do this. Basically, make sure that they don't reduce speed limits yeah. or issue traffic fines like the US or uh, they go and they fix the fix real something problem. that's going to potentially cause the accident. Yes. Yeah, that's what they do. So I'm not so sure about reducing the speed limit story. Well, uh, in South Africa, the Road Traffic Management Act, well, corporation rather, is suggesting exactly that. So they're saying they they need to drop the speed limit by 20 k's so on highways from 120 to 100. Well, I mean, and, you know what? And, and normal motorways from 80 to 60. So it, it might it might solve the problem because there's no resource to fix the problem like the Germans do. So let's okay. not discount that. Okay. Okay. That could be. So yeah. so reducing the speed limit. Could be a plaster because we don't have the resources to fix potholes, fix the road, uh, re-engineer the road. What do you What do you think about like driver mentality? Though, how do you think? Because specifically with our with our um, drinking and driving situation, that's really a mental problem that we have. Um, well, putting people on the back of a bucky, drinking and driving, <laughs> yeah. you know, not wearing a seatbelt in it's the car, bad, but bad etiquette, it's bad bad behavior. Yeah. Yes, it's bad behavior. I think we need to start there as well. I think that needs to be addressed as, as another issue. Um, exactly. We have a lot less issues on the road. One of our biggest bugbears is watching a toddler bounce around a car. Mm. You know, so no, unrestrained. Not, unrestrained. Yeah. Uh, and it comes to actually the, another prop- proposition by the government. So, well, technically speaking, AA did a study. So what they did is they went to Gauteng Malls and they took a thousand children. They didn't take a thousand children. <laughs> <laughs> they did a survey. On a thousand children to see, you know, you know, at the mall, how they're sitting in the car. And they found that one, well, one of the three children is sitting completely un- unrestrained. Oh. One out of three. So 30% of children yes. in South Africa's cars are sitting completely unrestrained. Are sitting completely unrestrained. Yes. It's right? not like 12 year old. I'm talking about like children. Children yeah. as in like toddler. Should be in a car seat. Child, should, yeah. should be in a car seat. Yes. yes. So why, why do we have car seats? Why, why do car seats exist? Um, and for me, it's because the size of the child isn't big enough yes. to sit in a normal seat where the seatbelt probably goes over the 100%. child's neck or face exactly. and uh, the actual seatbelt doesn't restrain them. In fact, it may, ca- it may cause more harm. Yes. Um, so therefore, that's what car seats are there for. It's to raise the child and to create its own restraints. Mm. And in fact, studies have been done in this. And between, well, with injuries with kids aged between five and nine, Car restraints would reduce the, I guess, the damage or the accident, in the injury factor by 52%. Oh, wow. Just by having a car seat. Just by having a car seat. Yeah. Gee whiz. So it's extremely important that, you know. Well, 30% are not even restrained at all. Exactly. 
Yeah. Um, which I think is appalling. You know, how yeah. can parents um, allow their their uh, their kids to romp around the car? It, mm. it actually um, it 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 kind of frustrates me if I stop at a traffic light and I see a child bouncing around the back or the front of the car. Yeah. Um, and I think to myself, if you have an accident, that child's through the windscreen. One hundred percent. Yeah. So the AA is calling for not just that to be addressed, but more so they think that the because right now it's by age. So your child is above this age. They don't need to have a car seat anymore. Um, but they're saying it should be by size because oh, sure. kids are different, you know, different age. Well, at any given age can be a different size to the next child at that age. Um, I have to really think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those are kind of the new laws that are being proposed by different agencies in the country. Um, I think you feel you still kind of iffy about the speed one. Well, uh, you know what? I, I don't agree that the speed changing the speed limit is the solution look at what the germans are doing yeah right they go and re-engineer the road they go and they find out why there's an accident there rather than saying it's speed because look at the autobahn unlimited speed uh, no no speed limit um they go and they fix the underlying problem yeah changing the speed limit is not fixing the underlying problem it's putting a plaster on the problem it w- it will more than likely help yeah. right but it's not the underlying problem the underlying sure. problem is twofold. One, you mentioned it, driver behavior, right? Mm. In South Africa, we need to become better drivers. Mm. Stop at traffic lights. Stop at stop streets. Mm. Um, uh, um, wear seat belts. Proper restraints. Um, adhere to the speed limit. Yeah. Um, don't drink and drive. So we've got behavioral issues. That's number one, I think. And number two, um, uh, you know, reducing the speed limit will put a plaster on it because we potentially don't have the resources to yeah, go and re-engineer the road. Exactly, yeah. And we don't have the resources to go fix the potholes. Yeah. Um, and because of those problems, the only downstream solution is to affect the consumer driving, which is a negative thing. Mm. You know, it's that's still going to happen. People are still going to, yeah, but it's probably going to reduce the number of fatalities exactly. because the speeds are going to be lower. So, yeah. so yes, I, I believe it will put a plaster on it but it's not the problem the yeah. speed is not the problem you Let's know see where it goes yeah it's speed doesn't kill you mm. speed does not kill mm. the sudden stop kills mm. um sure. and uh, uh and, and and a plaster on it isn't is 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 going to is going to help to a certain degree but come on people let's look at the look at look at how the germans deal with the autobahn mm. let's, let's go there for sure but it 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 means resources i suppose 100% so moving on I don't know if you know, but there's some crazy and weird laws out there in the world. Have you ever heard of of any of these strange laws? I'm about to. Uh, <laughs> you're about to hit me with some strange law. What I'll do is I'll give you one strange South African law, and then I'll give you, let's say, two European ones. Um, I've heard about Asian like one, Ra- Russia had dirty cars get fined or something. Yeah, you know, it's kind of yeah. on those lines. So in South Africa, one of the strange laws that we have is. You're required by law to slow down or completely stop if a herd of sheep passes by. Isn't that an Australian law? South African. (laughs) (laughs) Is this in a career? (laughs) So by law, if you see sheep or any livestock, really, um, by law, you're supposed to just completely stop your car. Um, I I think that that's a good law. Have you have you've obviously I've seen a car versus I've, a cow, and the cow always wins. A cow will <laughs> always win. Shame the poor cow. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, many many years ago, when I was in my early twenties, uh, yeah. driving at night, 
um, around the, um, you know, on the garden route, there's yeah. a mountain pass. Yeah. And uh, I was following a, uh, a minibus full of people. It wasn't a taxi. It was a, you know, transport. I think it was a, a group of church people that were in this, in this, um, in this high ace. And, uh, and I was following the high ace. And the next second, mm. there was a rain of glass onto my car. Right? Yeah. What was it? And I slammed on brakes, didn't hit the back of this high ace. We were, we weren't going too fast. The high ace hit a cow. Oh, jeez. Mm. Didn't see it. Didn't see it at all. Yeah. Is everybody okay though? Uh, yeah, to my, to, from my recollection, everybody's okay. We weren't, we were doing maybe 20, 30 k's an hour around that bend. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they slammed into a cow. So, um. Free bull song. Well. One <laughs> 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 Um, so, yeah. so, you know. Stopping for live livestock is not a bad idea. You're not going to be able to hoot at them and get them out of <laughs> yeah. the way. They'll be like, "What?" <laughs> okay, so in Moscow, it's, it's you get a hefty fine if your car is too dirty. So if it's too dirty, I think that law should be in South Africa. It should be everywhere. Yeah, honestly, like uh, I think it should be a law against the inside of the car being dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Yes, I saw a, a crazy car this this past weekend with that exact problem. In France, everyone by law is. Um, I was not say commission, but but you're required by law to carry a breathalyzer. Oh so, wow! Um, and then what? To, to breathalyze yourself and present it somewhere, or I think it twofold. If you know, if you get stopped, you breathalyze yourself. So yeah, uh. and secondly, you can always know like how far gone you are. Essentially, I, I honestly think that um, while that is a a good law, um, just don't drink and drive. Yeah, like the zero tolerance thing, I think, is a good idea. Yeah. Agreed. In Denmark, before you drive, you have to look underneath the car to make sure there's no children by law. You have um, to look under the car for children. <laughs> yeah. So before Did I you hear you off, right? Yeah, correct. So before you drive off, you have to make sure that there's no children. Why would there be children under the car? Something must have happened. Something must have clearly happened in Denmark where this was a, a thing. Hide and seek. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, as a baby, actually, I was found underneath the car once. So it happens. Trust me now. <laughs> okay. In Thailand, nobody is allowed to drive topless, which, for obvious reasons, I can understand that one. Male and female. Male and female. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I mean, in Cape Town, uh, I've I've gone to the beach with my board shorts and uh, driven home just in the board shorts. Yeah. You know? So you're telling me that in uh, uh, in where? It, this was in uh, in Thailand. In Thailand, you're not yeah. allowed to do that. I'll give you two more. In China, it's illegal to stop for pedestrians. Illegal. Completely illegal. If you see someone in the road. Drive, drive faster. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's waving. Now, faster, faster. That is something I didn't. You, it's illegal to stop for pedestrians. Why? What are, you, did they tell you the reason? No, I have no reason. You know. These are just. Um, well, in South Africa, I think there might be a law that you're not allowed to drive bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Wait, I'm going to Google this. Producers nodding his head <laughs> intensely. I think. I think you might be right. <laughs> um, I, I think there's a law that you can't drive bare feet. Let me just have a look. Yeah, most road safety re- legislation requires drivers to ensure that the clothing and footwear do not prevent you using the controls. South Africa's law also does not say anything about footwear uh, drivers uh, should be wearing. It is not illegal to drive barefoot with flip-flops or high heels. Oh, okay, so maybe I was wrong. Um, mm. Okay, so uh, I just, for some reason, somebody said to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it, yeah, so this is, a, no this is, this is an article uh, in 2020, so it's got to be it's got to be relevant. Last one I'm going to give you is in America, you, you're not allowed to drive around with dead poultry in Kansas. So 
Dead poultry. Yes. So specifically chicken. Um, if it's dead, it can't be in your car. <laughs> if it can be alive. It has to be alive. <laughs> you have to take it home and do it yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically all the time we have for today. Um, yeah, all the time stupid. we all have time, for. Every single time. Every time. <laughs> Thank you for the show, George. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> uh.